I'm Coach Thomas Scott, and if you're listening or watching this podcast, it means one thing. You want to learn how to get buckets from the best in the world. This is the Hoopers Podcast. This is Buckets and Breakdowns. Welcome to another episode of Buckets and Breakdowns. Man, we got a special guest here. I mean, he's so cold. He might be in the North Pole right now. <laughs> uh, like it, man. <laughs> we, we we talking we talking about four time scoring champion, nine time NBA All Star, head coach of the Ghost Ballers in the Big Three, Iceman George Gervin. Thank you for your time. Mm-hmm. My man, pleasure, man, pleasure to be here. Yes, sir, man. And you know we're doing this show called Buckets and Breakdowns, brought to you by the good folks at Ballers Life, and we couldn't talk buckets without breaking it down with one of the best to ever do it. So thank you for your time, man. Oh, pleasure, man. I, you know, I enjoy putting the ball in the hole. And, you know, so like you said, we don't talk about somebody, you know, putting in the whole buckets, talking to the right brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, man, when, when was, when did you realize how early was it in your life that you can get buckets? Oh, well, I mean, you know, I, I really didn't start playing until later on in my young life. Um, you know, probably pretty much about I was 14, 15, and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and, you know, so, you know, I took a love to the game, and, and you know, once you love something, you work at it, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, I, I I just stay working at it, man, and being creative and shooting the ball four, five, six hundred times a day, and, you know, you build up that, you know, that confidence, you know, and what confidence, you know, build up that self-esteem that, you know, you know, you can do it. And it's, you know, it's, you know, what I always say to guys, you know, we all can draw some plays in the dugout, but can you make them work on the, you know, on the field? Right, I was, right. I believed in that, you know, so only way you can prepare yourself for that, man, is to do the work. So I did the work to be able to, to be able to score like I did, um, you know, um, you know, in my basketball career. So 14, 15, I started putting in the work. Um, I started believing in myself when I graduated from, you know, from high school, Mm. went to college. Um, that's when I knew I could, I could score with the best of them. So, you know, during those days, if you compare it to these days, you got all these trainers, you know, including myself to do skill development and uh, that enhance your, your game and open up your horizons of your game. You know, in your day, you know, ex- explain like the creativity of what you had to do to actually really perfect your craft. Um, you know, I don't know if you had guys rebounding for you. I know I had to still chase my own rebound <laughs> even yeah. in my days and then help kind of getting in shape. But just what was that like to really just develop your craft during that time and your creativity? Well, I mean, you know, when I was younger, I mean, and like I say, man, and, you know, in college and stuff, you know, you always had guys around you and stuff and play with you at the IM buildings, you know, you was on the team. So, you know, the people on campus always wanted to play against you. I mean, so, you know, you always had that, you know, that person that you can compete against and, Mm-hmm. You know, so I always had somebody to throw me back the ball, you know, because, uh, you know, I, I enjoy practicing and stuff. So, I mean, uh, 
I'm like you, I ain't had no shooting machine. (laughs) My shooting machine was making buckets and making the ball come back to me. (laughs) Right, right, right. So I ain't get as tired because I was making a lot of buckets, but I was taking them in areas to where, you know, I knew I could make them a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was the in-between shot. And, you know, if you really look at my career, I shot the ball around the free throw line a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I could shoot it deep, you know, but deep to me was, wasn't was the same percentage shot as shooting it in between. Mm-hmm. I believed in, believed in accuracy. Mm-hmm. You know, I believed in going right, shooting a jumper, going left, shooting a jumper, you know, shooting it off the dribble, you know, um, Mm-hmm. catch and shoot, you know, uh, going by guys, being able to lay it up with my right hand, lay it up with my left hand, uh, mm-hmm. you know, throw little baby hook shots, you know. So I I created a repertoire of shots mm-hmm. and didn't just depend on my jump shot. Right. You know, I mean, I think that's is something for youngsters to, to really get a good understanding about, man. I mean, it's create different ways to score, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then your imagination take over, you know? Um, um, I think that was one of my strengths, mm-hmm. you know? And then I understood what balance was. You know, when I say balance, I mean, I always taught guys, I mean, I learned from myself, I learned from my high school coach that if I'm right hand, mm-hmm. my left foot should always be my pivot foot. And the reason why I say that, because it helps me stay on balance. Mm. You know, I mean, um, you know, I teach kids, if you go to the hole with your right hand, I always ask them, what leg do you kick up? And they say, your right leg, because your left leg is your balance. Okay, And, and, and the reason why I say that, because we go to the hole with your right hand and you kick your left leg up and somebody hits you, mm-hmm. you fall off balance. Right. If you go on the right way, when you kick the right leg up and you hit you, you fall on balance. So mm-hmm. you can brace yourself. Right. You know what I mean? So right. little simple things like that, you know, that I learned early on in my, cre- in my uh, career. And I got that from my high school coach. You know what I mean? So balance is everything. I mean, you know, um, a lot of the guys today I see shoot off the wrong foot. I call it the wrong foot. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, they're catching and pivot off their right foot. To mm-hmm. me, your, your right foot make you a step slower if you're mm-hmm. right-handed. Mm-hmm. Think about running. If you're running, you know, when you get ready to run, you push off on your left foot mm-hmm. if you're right-handed. Right. You push off on your right foot, you're a step slower. Right. Same concept. Mm. You know, I mean, and it's not taught. You know, right. I mean, you know, people don't teach that today. I mean, and, and, you know, I see it all the time. I and, mean, you know, I kind of chuckle, you know, because, you know, you can't teach something if you don't know it. Right. You know? I mean, so, you know, if you, you're hearing it from somebody that made a living putting the ball in the hole. For sure. And, you know, it's, it's funny you say that. Because I, I do teach skill development with kids and, you know, pros and guys coming out of college, different things like that. And what I found was the reason I think we and, and kids do it all the time, too. And, and it's hard for me to tell them, don't do it that way. 
because they see their favorite players do it. But I, I what I learned, because I was kind of the same way, was that they kind of get like a, a missed time from a shot blocker who's t- counting on that one, two. If guys can't get above the rim and throw it down like you were able to do, sometimes it's just like that missed timing. I think for like a, like a, a, a little guy, like a Trey Young or something like that, it's just trying to get there quick. But you're right, though. You, you can get there, you know, faster. You have more explosiveness off of that leg. But, you know, it, that's the stuff I battle myself, knowing the history, knowing where we're at right now. And as I, I see younger kids and training younger kids, I see where it's going. Their imagination, uh, <laughs> they're taking it to a whole nother level right now. But um, I want to talk about where you come from, man. Um, uh, Detroit, right? Uh, Michigan? Detroit. I come from Detroit, east side of Detroit. East side Detroit, man. And, you know, I feel like Detroit is an interesting city. And, you know, you got some smooth players coming out of there back in the day and 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 also a tough city. And I think you you kind of embody that, your swagger, your style, uh, the way you're able to talk, your coolness, you know, um, break down how important Detroit was in your upbringing and how that added into your game. Well, I mean, um, I know the difference between, uh, you know, a, a riot and a terrorist attack. I hmm. said like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some people say it was a riot in, in Washington, D.C. I know what a riot is. It's about looting. Hmm. A terrorist attack is about making another kind of statement. Hmm. Detroit, to me, you know, was a, a upbringing to where if I'm able to get out of there, I can be successful anywhere. Hmm. It was a great playground to be able to play in. I mean, um, you know, a, a lot of great ones came out of Detroit, you know, behind me. Mm. It, was, it was a lot of great ones that come before me. I didn't know a lot of them. You know, uh, my era was coming up, you know, like under like Spencer Haywood, you know, Booker mm. Durbin, you know, Ralph Simpson, you know, okay. you know, them the guys that we look up to, Leo Tolan, uh, you know, Larry Miller Brooks, you know, a lot of people don't know them names, but, you know, them was all great ball players. Uh, Curtis Jones, mm. you know, um, Willie James, Gary Tyson, you know, I mean, these guys, man, that played down at the St. Cecilia, you know, where a lot of people don't know what the St. Cecilia is, man, but anybody from Detroit, anybody you talk to, former pro or pro today, They'll tell you about St. Cecilia. You know, St. Cecilia was that weekend place, man, where the whole community come and watch you play. Okay. You know, from the Dave Beans to the Bob Lanier's, uh, um, Jimmy Walker, you know, I mean, all them guys showed up at the St. Cecilia, man. So, you know, I had a slew of guys, man, that was before me, man, that helped me uh, uh, see what it took to become a pro. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I went to Martin Luther King High School. Um, um, you know, we had a great basketball team, man. But, you know, it was another great basketball team, high school, um, you know, in Detroit, uh, Kettering High School, you know, where Floyd Haywood played, Spencer Haywood's brother, Lindsey Harrison, Joe Johnson, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 
um, uh, um, let's see who else played in the pros. Um, golly, I can't think of Cornell Norman, Eric Money. Mm. You know, I mean, and these brothers here, man, could flat out shoot it, man. I mean, and we never could beat them. Mm. We played them in the championship two years in a row, couldn't beat them. Um, my wife went to that school, you okay. know, so my wife got introduced to me early, uh, um, you know, in high school and stuff. And, um, you know, but, you know, Detroit for me, man, I mean, it, 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 it you know, I mean, it's style. You know, I lived in the inner city, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, I saw that style. You know, I was a single, you know, raised by a single parent, my mom, and, you know, so my dad wasn't around, but I, you know, I saw how the city was, you know, I mean, we talk about style. I mean, I grew up around hustlers and, mm-hmm. you know, and the pimps and, you know, the, them kind of street people. You know, so, you know, you, you influence about around, you know, about your environment, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, I, you know, so when I came up out of there, I mean, I brought that style with me, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I always dressed well, I always wore gaiters, I always wore the Borsellini, I always was sharp, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I was a part of my upbringing, man, when I, you know, when I became a young pro and, and it was always appreciation because, you know, the older you get and, 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 and you understand what you come from, right. you got a better appreciation for it, man. So yes, I, 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 I thoroughly, man, respect and, and, and cherish my, my upbringing in Detroit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I mean, it's like Deion Sanders said, you look good, you feel good, feel good, you play good, play good, they pay good. And, and you know so i know you are a beneficiary of that so i also you know want to talk about you know your transition from high school to college you know when you when you you make that leap that's that's a part of you know a lot of our basketball all of our pros have, have went from really that level to another level you know how did you decide where you wanted to go to school how was your college experience well you know my high school man uh I wasn't very well sought after. Really? You know? No, I, I, you know, I mean, and then, you know, I, my grades wasn't real good, so I could go anywhere, you know I mean? You know, me and you both would tell a young kid that's in high school, you know, if you don't take care of your books, I don't care how great athletes you are, you got to go where somebody else wants you to go. Mm. But if you take care of your books, you can go wherever you want to go. Right. That was the difference for me, you know? So, you know, I, I, I left high school and, you know, but I, I was recruited by Jerry Tarkanian. You know? Oh, really? Okay. I went to Long Beach. I went to Long Beach out of, out of high school. Man, okay, West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> My you know, side I'm, of town. I'm, I'm an East Coast, I mean, uh, Midwest guy, though, you know, so i never been nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I went and, you know, I was going to play for Jerry, man. Uh, you know, Jerry Tarkanian out there, man, at uh, Long Beach. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, he had George Trapp at the time, uh, you know, Ed Ratcliffe, you know, um, I mean, we, you know, we could have had a heck of a team, you know what I mean? But, you know, they were sophomores and I was a freshman. And back then you couldn't, freshmen couldn't play varsity, uh, you know, um, and stuff. so, you know, Tark, you know, he was setting it up to beat UCLA. You know, that was his whole thing to beat UCLA. Yeah, they still yeah. play them every year. Yeah. So he felt that with me, we could beat them. You know, but I got homesick, ah. and I didn't stay. Oh, okay. 
you know, I, I left after two weeks. I ain't never been nowhere. I mean, so, you know, for me to come out way out there to la la land, that's what I called it. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I you know, I, it, and then they had that um, Santa Ana winds come through. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I didn't understand. I thought the, I thought the world was coming to an end, you know, and then, <laughs> not, you know, not being able to, you know, not, you know, not experience that, you know. So I, I took a, I took a, um, a midnight flight home and went back to the, Detroit. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah. And then I, that's when I, uh, I, I, I signed up with Eastern Michigan. Oh, okay. You know, and, uh, Dark came back to try to talk me back in it, but I told him, man, I, it didn't have nothing to do with him. Right. You know, I, I just, you know, I wasn't used to that kind of living. You know, and all my boys was at Eastern Michigan. You know, so I I went and and and, and, and played at Eastern. We was in at NAIA, so I could play right away. Oh, okay. I spent some time in NAIA myself. Xavier, yeah. New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah, you know, we, you know, go to uh, Kansas City for the championship. You know, okay. he played and stuff. So I went there, man, and and you know, man, I, it was fun, man. We had, you know, we had a I think my uh, sophomore year, which I think was my last year, we had eighteen in a row. Oh, how how much was you averaging in, in college? How many points was you averaging in college? I probably averaged thirty and twenty. Twenty rebounds. Oh yeah, you went past. Yeah, I wouldn't pass. Yeah, Man. Uh, yeah. 30 I, I, and 20? I was, I was a great college guy. Wow. You know, I had a triple-double. I had, uh, I had like, my one game I had 30, uh, like 15 and 10 block shots. Oh, I was going to go assist. Right, most people do. You know, I mean, so uh, – I had a good college career, man. I, wow. you know, I, I could play in college, man. But, you know, I got into the, to the playoffs and we played Roanoke. And then I got into a fight. Oh. And they kind of kicked me, not kicked me off the team, but, you know, told me I may not be able to play the next year. So I withdrew from school and started playing semi-pro. Semi-pro. So yeah. is that is that I mean, when you went continental to? Continental League. Oh, Continental League. Okay. What? What 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 is that? I, I know about the ABA, uh, and I did that happen after the Continental League? Oh, the, the Continental League was like a, you know, it's like a weekend league. Okay. You play Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or Saturday and Sunday. You know, what I mean, and you had different cities that you know had a, a Continental. It just just under the ABA. Okay. Okay. Now I was thirty eight there. Jeez. In the Continental League and. Uh, Johnny Red Kerr saw me. You know who Johnny Red Kerr is was the scout for the Bulls at that time, and he was a friend of Earl Foreman's, who mm. was the owner of the Virginia Squires. Okay. And he had Earl take a look at me, and they flew me in, and, you know, I shot around, man. He signed me on the spot, man. That's how I became a, a young pro. Oh, man. How old were you when that happened? You 19. <sighs> you know, so I'm sorry. Green yeah, that's, that's where I met Doc at. You know, Doc was my teammate. There. That's what I was about to bring bring up. Says, you know, I read this book, uh, Loose Balls, about ABA, 
basketball. I'm not going to lie. I haven't finished it all the way. I've been reading different parts at it, but I, I yeah. stumbled on the part where you and Dr. J were teammates, man. What was that like? That's like, gosh, I don't know. Like, is that like Jordan and Kobe yeah. on the same team? Like what? Yeah. Break yeah, that it down. Good. It was good, man. You know, for me to, to join this, you know, squad and play with Doc, you know, Doc was Mr. ABA back then. So, Mm. You know, for me to be his teammate, you know, I was more in awe, you know, out of respect. And um, so, you know, me and him used to play one-on-one -on -one all the time. Uh, oh, practice. my gosh. I wish I you could know. have that on video. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I mean, so, you know, I I, I credit him, man, with a lot of uh, support, you know, during my early age, man, you know, where he kind of took me under his wing, yeah. And I spent a lot of time with him and, you know, he, he, he kind of helped build up my confidence as a, a young pro. And um, I never forget him. I never thank him. He, every, even today, you'll hear him call me Rook. Hmm. You know, I mean, we had that kind of bond, man. And, you know, we went on and played and, you know, I mean, we, you know what it takes to win. We had enough to win, but, you know, we didn't because, you know, Kentucky and, and Indiana, I think, was the best during that era. Okay. Indiana Pacers and the Kentucky Colonels. And uh, then Doc left and uh, it went to the Nets. Nets, right. Okay. And then I, you know, kind of took over the team and, and I stayed there another year or so. And then I, uh, uh, San Antonio bought my contract from, from Virginia. Oh, man. That's yeah. awesome. That's an awesome story, man. Like, you and Dr. J on the same team. Yeah, man. It was, you know, it was special, man. They said I started my career with Doc and I ended it with Michael Jordan. Now, I know that point guard had to average at least 15 assists. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, Fatty Taylor was our point, man. He's probably one of the best defensive point guards, man, I've ever seen in my life, man. Uh, that's the one who gave me the nickname Ice Man. And, uh, oh, that's where that came from, from him. Yeah. Matty Taylor is the one, man. So we had a good little team, man. I mean, I, you know, I, I, we didn't have enough pieces mm -hmm. to win it all, you know I mean? Because you had to have the pieces, man. Uh, you know, you start thinking about, you know, teams that won it back then. You look at Indiana Pacers, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you know, George McGinnis and Mel Daniels. Mel Daniels. I met Mel before. Oh, man, they had a shooter, you know, Don Busey, I mean, Freddie Lewis, you know, uh, Billy Keller, they can shoot it. You know, Rick Mount played with them for a minute. Uh, I mean, they, you know, Roger Brown, you know, I mean, I learned a lot about Roger Brown and that, that pivot foot also, you know, as I became a pro and he had it down, man. People don't know about that guy, man. Roger mm -hmm. Brown, you're talking about getting buckets. Do a little history on him. Roger Brown. Roger Brown, man. Look him I mean, up. Yeah, man. You know, if you, you know, if you want to see about buckets, I mean, he, he he used to get them, man. I mean, smooth, man. And then, you know, people don't talk about this other kid named um man, what's his name, man? Um, well, I just had it on my on my uh Billy Knight. Billy Knight? I had a buddy in my neighborhood, Billy Knight. He can hoop. Oh man, y'all ain't man, y'all ain't talking about getting buckets, man, until you see a guy named Billy Knight, man. We gotta Billy. do some history, man. Hey, 
Billy Knight, man, used to get 30 easy 30. I mean, slow, he was slow. You know, I, I, you know, guys like him don't get the credit they deserve. I'll tell you another one like that is uh, Alex English. Oh, yeah, I remember Alex English, man. He was smooth, had that length. Man, Alex, man, Alex got 2,000 points seven, eight years in a row. Mm. Man, you know how hard that is during that era where you can put <laughs> your hands on guys and stuff, man? And yeah, forearm. Yeah, you know, they don't give him enough credit, man. I mean, uh, he, you know, he wasn't flashy. He was just effective. Mm. You know, they sell him flash now. Yep. Yeah. Well, the rules allow it to, you know, open up a little uh, easier. You know, right? yeah. <laughs> but you talking about buckets. I want to start talking about your buckets, man. So I'm looking at your stats and this is just for those that don't know the younger ones that probably tune in. OK, we talking about uh, his years in San Antonio. OK, first year average 23 points, 53 percent from the field, 27 points. This following year, 53% from the field. Five, next year, 29 points, 54% from the field. Now we jumping up into the 30s. As you see, he's getting better and better every year, y'all. Iceman, uh, 33 points, 52% from the field. I mean, you average 30s, what, a few times in your, in, in your career. And you, you don't even really see that that often now. That's amazing, Ice. And I want to give you your flowers, man, because, I mean, this here is buckets and breakdowns. We haven't had a guest or anybody on here that is able to do that. You have, you got to, what do you remember of those days? Do all the buckets just run in together? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's shot selection. Okay, I got the green light. So, you know, everybody don't get the green light. But if you got the green light, I can shoot whenever I want to. It's kind of like Seth. Mm. Seth, Seth Curry. Right. He the green light. Because he takes some shots. You be saying, oh, wow. Then you say, wow. Mm. You know, and he got the green light. I mean, so to be able to be in a position in which I was in that position, that my coach say, hey, man, you shoot when you want to. And the reason why you can is because you don't take bad shots. Got you. I ain't take bad. I ain't have to take bad shots. I can shoot when I want to. That's a major key right there. Green light lesson. I, I, I mean, I can shoot whenever I want to. So what I got to take a bad shot for? I ain't say I didn't take none, you know, but I'm saying, like, I got that authority to say, man, I can shoot when I want to, man. Mm. And I know how to get it done. Right. You know, I mean, because I shot 51% career. <laughs> with 26,000 points. 26,000. Yeah, you know, with my ABA, NBA, I shot 51%. I mean, I'm more proud of that than I am the buckets. Mm -hmm. It was accuracy. I ain't shoot, you know, if I'm shooting 50%. So if I shoot 20 times, I don't make at least 10 on most of the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, um, and you look at the guys that score today, they shoot 35 times to get 30 points. I ain't, you know, I ain't criticizing. No, no. I'm showing the difference. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, you know, shot selection was everything. And then I could go to the hole with both hands. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm famous for the finger roll. And that's know? what we about to talk about. Because yeah. you start going to the hole, I was going to let you cue it up. Let's yeah. talk about that finger roll, how that come to be. 
I mean, what are the keys to the finger roll, man? Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's one of the best, best buckets of all time. You know, signature moves of all time. Can you break down the finger roll for us, man? Well, I mean, think about it, man. Um, and, and I am not the inventor of the finger roll. I emulated other guys that I saw do it. I mean, if you can mm-hmm. go back in history, Dr. J. Rolled oh, yeah. It. Connie Hawkins rolled it and Will dipped it. Uh, he just dropped it in there. Right. I mean, yeah, but he did like that. <laughs> so I, you know, kind of emulated them guys and developed my own way of doing it, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, and, and, and created a, a, another avenue of doing it. I mean, so it, it, it comes from me not being able to have to invent the wheel. I can just learn from somebody else. I mean, we was in, um, when we became the 50 greatest, we was all sitting at the table, mm-hmm. me, Will, Connie, Doc and uh and and we'll say, I said, man, you know, man, you man, you, how you how you gonna steal my finger roll? And then Connie say, Oh no, man, you know, you know, he, you know, I'm one of his favorites, he got it for me. And then Doc say, Oh no, y'all, he played with me. I say, Hey guys, hold up, man. <laughs> I took a piece from each one of you guys, man, and I made it famous. <laughs> you did. <laughs> so, you had the mind, you you, you, you marketed it, you 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 owned it. Right. And hey, there's nothing wrong with that. And, oh, you know, man, we're... Yeah. I mean, it's um, it's one of the most noticeable shots in the history of basketball, man. I mean, when you say sky hook, you know who you're talking about. And when you say finger roll, oh, you know yeah. who you're talking about. Now, it's, it's so crazy. We're talking about the finger roll because I stumbled upon some video of a kid. Uh, he's now with the Brooklyn Nets, Mike James, and he was playing in Russia. This kid's point guard, and he's going through the lane, wing to the middle, and he's finger rolling it from the free throw line mm. in the game. Mm. And not just once. I'm going to send you the video so you can check it out. He's going through the lane, bringing the ball over to help defender, and guess what? Jumping off the wrong foot. Oh, look different. Finger rolling it sometimes. And then he's putting it over the glass. Other day, he's sometimes a little baby hook. I mean, Kyrie Irving to me is one of the best finishers above, uh, below the rim, probably yeah. of all time. And there's a lot of great guys that are finishing below the rim. But I had never seen nobody finger roll from the free throw line. So I, I bring that up to say, you ever, what's the deepest finger roll you, you think you had in your playing days? Oh, uh, probably the free throw line area. Really? You know, I you know, flipped it off. I mean, I mean, you know, my son, G, G used to roll. G's roll with his left hand, you know. Mm. And I ain't never seen nobody do, you know, uh, what he did with the finger roll. I mean, cause, you know, man, he used to practice that we'd get behind the backboard and finger roll it, and he used to finger roll the left hand over the backboard. So, mm. I mean, it's um, it's an art to it, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, and uh, it's a history to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and the history is pretty much mine. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So how thankful am I? I mean, we're still talking about it 40 years later. Mm-hmm. You're you not know? kind. Yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> hey, I, I ain't caught up, man. You know, I, I ain't caught up in my career, man. I ain't win it, you know what I mean? And you could tell, man, uh, 
guys are defined today by how many championships they got. Right. They let that they let that media sell that. You know, I mean, you know, so you know, you got guys today, man, want to go play with another guy just to win one. Mm-hmm. I'm from Detroit. Mm-hmm. I think I could bust you up. I don't care who you is or who you playing with, and that's where I get my comfort. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, people don't know, man. I mean, and I, you know, I tell the story, man. You know, um, Jerry Bus, man, tried to get me to play with Magic and them. Hold up, hold up. Uh, yeah. This is an exclusive. Hold on. You got to yeah. break this down. You know, uh, you got Kobe behind me right now. And rest, yeah. rest in peace, my brother. And, you know, I, I grew up purple and gold. So you got to break this story down. This is an exclusive. And, you know, my, my last year, uh, my last contract year was I signed. Uh, it was more like a four or five year. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jerry Buss called Andrew DeRosas and stuff, man, and tried to give three first round draft picks for me. Mm. And, uh, what know, year Gary was this? Um, what it had to be is uh, 83, you know, got to be 84. 80, no, because I retired in 86. So my last contract was like a five year. So it had to be like 82, something like that. Because Magic is just, Magic just can't win and Oh, because I bring that up because I think my pops got drafted to the Lakers 83, <laughs> 84. He could have yeah, been man. in that trade. <laughs> yeah, probably would have been. I mean, you know, so, so, you know what I mean? And 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 uh, both both the guys that was talking about that deal are not here. Okay. Uh, Andrew Droses or Jerry. Okay. You know, so I don't know what his children know. I mean, um, but I know, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, he was saying, man, we get our first three round draft pick with George, man. And um, my, before I signed that last contract, he said, he said, I, I got, you know, the Lakers want you. And they're willing to give up three first round drafts to it. Now, uh, I'm going to let you make the decision. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm close to the owner here. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, look here, man. I don't want to play with Magic. I won't beat him. Mm. I signed my last contract here in San Antonio. Uh, you know what I mean? So, you know, I had a chance to come out there and, you know, the La La Land and play, but, now, you know, that wasn't my style, man. I mean, man. I, I, you know, I wanted to bust Magic them up, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it never happened, hey. but it didn't never stop me from wanting to. Right. They were too good, man. I mean, you know, I mean, we, we could compete. We just couldn't go over the go over the hump with them, man. They they right. was just that good, man. In that era, man. Um, you know, Magic brought something special to them. And then you got Kareem, Norm Nixon, Coop, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, uh, Jamal. Yeah, they was tough. Ooh. I mean, you know, they 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 was, you know, they was, you know, they were too deep. And they still had Bob McAdoo, I think. Cause yeah, McAdoo. Yeah, old, old Mac. Yeah, man. So, you know, they a lot of swag yeah. on one team, man. That's a lot of cool. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, you know, look at all the Hall of Famers they got. Right. For you sure. Know what I mean? But, you know, um, I mean, I got buckets on them. <laughs> For but, sure. You, know, you had to still guard people at the time. 
to, to win back in, you know, you know, in them days, man, to beat them guys, man. And we couldn't stop Kareem. Come on. Man. I had artists. I had artists, but, you know, you couldn't stop him, man. And then, you know, you had Magic pushing it up. That's a lot of weapons. Yeah, man. I mean, you had Norm hitting that in-between jumper and dropping it off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, I don't know if your dad played that much. No, he he got traded for Norm Nixon. Oh. And it was funny. He tells a story, a little bit about it. He got traded for Norm Nixon. You know, he's from Los Angeles, grew up down the street from the Lakers, uh, Great Western Forum, sneaking into the uh, <laughs> to the arenas. And, and, and uh, Jerry West put himself out there for the trade. And honestly, when he first got there, uh, none of the guys welcomed him. Uh, actually, Bob McAdoo was his favorite player. Bob McAdoo was his favorite player. And Bob was the first guy to really embrace him on that squad. And wow. uh, but my dad never told him that he wore a number 11 his whole high school, college and then wore number four because Mac was there. But um, yeah, man, he, he was there. He got traded for Norm and uh, Jerry West basically put himself out there for my dad and a bunch of other guys, you know, through his tenure with the Lakers. And my dad just kind of didn't want to let Jerry West down. So <laughs> then the rest is history. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, I want to talk about the big three, man. Um, you know, as we share a lot of time with the big three, um, I look forward to seeing everybody, seeing you and helping you, whatever you need out there. Uh, coaching the ghost ballers and man, you know, last the last season we had, I thought you guys were coming together, but it was just a little too late. But let's talk about the big three, how much fun you have, how much you enjoy it, and what you're looking forward to this upcoming season. Man, I enjoy it, man. I mean, I remember Cube calling me, man, before he, you know, before we got started, man, and telling me about, you know, him, you know, going to start a league, a three-on-three league, and asking me to be involved, and, and, you know, and I told him that I would, and, he, you know, he made a promise that, you know, he, he would take care of us and he, uh, he accomplished all that, you know? So I got great respect for, you know, you, his word man, and, and, and up in that league, man, uh, you know, it's, it's a, you know, I mean, he, he, he loved the game of basketball. I mean, he, he was smart enough, you know, to, to, to realize that, that, you know, it 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 was another, you know, it 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 was another league that could, you know, um, you know, become by bringing the veteran guys back together. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, that was big to me, and uh, and three on three concept. We all grew up playing three on three. You right. Know? Um, so the concept was great, man. I mean, and I, you know, I truly enjoy it, man. Um, you know, it's funny to me because, you know, you get a lot of them guys, man, I always laugh. I say, well, you know, a lot of these guys, man, probably played on six, seven teams, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, some of them just don't get it, you know. Um, and three on three, I mean, it's you got to play together. 
Right. You know, you, you know, you ain't going to the all-star team after the game. I mean, well, you ain't, you, you know, I mean, it's, you, only way you're going to win is play together, but you got to come ready. Right. You know, right. and um, I think that separate uh, some of the guys from uh, play on the three-on-three three and you're you really fooling yourself. We didn't have some guys come in and try to be a part of our league, man, and ain't coming ready. And they, they get embarrassed, you know, I mean, because you got to be prepared. You got to be in shape. You know, you ain't no running. You have courts so are going to be a lot of contact. You know, you know, playing, you know, when you get in contact, you weigh down, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I love all that aspect of the game, you know, um, you know, I, you know, G, which is, you know, my son, he kind of came up in that era. So mm-hmm. he know a lot of them guys. I, you know, I don't know a lot of them. You know, I mean, I just know you've been a pro and you should know how to play. Right. You know, um, I, you know, I, I ain't the kind of coach that be trying to be, sit up there and draw up a lot of plays. I'm saying for real. <laughs> you know, you didn't play this game. You didn't play this game 15 years and you don't know how to play. And you don't know how to play with, you know, the guys on the floor with you. You don't know how to create situations. You know, so I I enjoy it. Um, I, you know, I'm glad it's going to happen again. You know, after this pandemic, right? You know, I congratulate you know Cube, uh, you know, for uh, continue to push it because you know it works. You know, and uh, you know it's good to be around the guys that that I didn't uh, play with. You know, Rick Barry, Doc. You know, uh, you know some of the coaches and stuff. You know, Diaz and dating mm-hmm. and all them guys man you know it's good to be around them competing against them on another level and then the right. girl you're right you know nancy nancy went in the hall with me in 80 86 oh okay i didn't know that yeah and then lisa mm-hmm. you know and then both of them won it yeah you know i mean and you know they, they play their role well they mm-hmm. keep you know they keep thinking that you know they you know i ain't saying they ain't good coaches because both of them love the coach yeah they, they come prepared <laughs> They do got some talent. Yeah. You know, they got some guys that committed to winning. Facts. I think, I think that's the best part of Nancy and, and, and Lisa's coaching. They know they got guys committed to winning. And they dedicate themselves to these 10 weeks to get the job done. Mm-hmm. So they come prepared. They play together. You know, and they play off of guys and teams that just showing up. Right. You know, I mean, so um, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, my guys this year going to come with that same type of attitude. You come to practice, you know, we develop relationships with one another. You know, we, you know, we, 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 we build a system, mm-hmm. you know, that we're going to stick to, mm-hmm. you know, um, lead your, lead your, your, your you know, you, you, you lead your um, ego at the door. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and um, don't get caught up with them refs. Yeah, that's true. We got a chance to compete. Yeah, you you know, got- I got I got three good guys. Yep. You know, I mean, we you know we got a chance to get you know somebody that's gonna come fit in, in our system. Yeah. You know, you, you need somebody big. Mm-hmm. You know that can deal with you know you you know you got big baby you know throwing that. Yeah. around you know so you need somebody to to be able to you can't hold him right you, know, you make him work 
Exactly. You know, and you need somebody to shoot the three and the four. Yeah, I love that for. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, so and then you know, and I got guys can do it. You know, Mike Taylor, I think he can score with anybody out, you know, out there. And you know, my my role with him is play with the guys. Mm-hmm. You can't do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and then you got Chris. You know, I mean, he should like he should be a pro. Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson was a steal in the big three. Man, I mean, you know, I lost my man. Um, who I lose? Um. Um, to uh, Nancy and them. I mean, no. The Mario he, Moon. Yeah, yeah, I like Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, made a trade. He got a great. He got a great personality, man, and an understanding of what we doing. Mm-hmm. That's why I admired him. Yeah. Shout out you to Mario I mean? Moon. I like Mario, man. Personality, man. I really, I really hate giving him up, but you know, in the game, you. Yeah, let's do you it. Know, I'm saying, Mark, you look, man, um, you know, you got a chance to win it. They end up, they winning it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, the trade was good for us. Yeah. Both teams. It was a good trade, you know, because uh, Chris I mean, Johnson could do, show what he could do, um, yeah. you know, and he wasn't really, you know, behind Al Jefferson and Joe Johnson kind of yeah. dominating the ball. He kind of yeah. could show, you know, he could roll to the basket. He could play All above right. the rim. He could shoot the ball. He could pass. See, he's know, free with me, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then he you know I'm saying, hey, do your thing, yeah. man, but just play with the guy, you know, play with the guys, man. I mean, so, you know, um, you know, I, 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 coaching, I mean, you know, yeah, you got to have some plays or something, you know, in certain situations. I mean, yeah, I mean, but, you know, for me, it, it, you know, it's fun. Hey, man, I'm saying, hey. Yeah, go. Get after hey, it. Hey, y'all, you know, everybody got the green light. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't saying you can't shoot, but you know when you're taking a bad shot. <laughs> Facts, a contested one. And if you keep taking them, I you got guard me over here. <laughs> that's fair. That's how I go. Yeah, that's a fair deal. I'll take that deal. You know, I'll take I'm that saying, deal. Man, uh, you, you, you just shot five of them and, 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 and ain't none of them went in. Come over here and rest with me for a while. We talked about good shots, right. good attempts. You, you know, know, I mean. So, I mean, that's the fun part I like about the big three, man. I mean, when we do that and compete, the league win. Right. I agree. I agree. The league win. You know what I mean? I'm all about the league winning. It's our league. Yeah. You're only going to have one winner at the end, the ones that win the most. Yeah. And and, and that's the thing, too, Ice, like in the big (laughs) picture, you brought it up. It's like. I try to remind the guys that they pioneers and some of those guys don't see themselves as that, you know, they, they've been journeymen sometimes that they played this place, that place, maybe a bad situation here overseas there. But I try to remind them like, Hey guys, you guys are pioneers. This is something that has never been done before. Um, we got our, our own league and it, the, the, how well you guys make this work, how hard you guys play, how much the fans receive this league. You guys are opening doors for people down the line uh, to be able to make a living playing three on three. And that's really the key, right? We, we creating doors that are going to yeah. be open that weren't there for us, even for yourself, man. And that's another question I'm going to ask, because if you had the big three in your day, no. man, what would that have been like? <laughs> how many buckets? We go to 50. How many would you have gotten out of 50? Fun, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I, enough to win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know I mean? 
Hey, I don't already led the league in scoring, so I already know I could do that. Right, so, right. You know what make I I, I give you a good name? What make Coutinho successful to me? Mm-hmm. He like to shine. I mean, you can tell the way he dressed. Oh yeah, yeah. He remind me of old school guys like yourself. But he's serious. Mm-hmm. He's businessman. He coming in he, business. He come at it right. He come at it with the right attitude. Mm-hmm. We need more guys like him. Mm-hmm. He, he's a perfect example for me. And I love to beat him. But you got to come ready to beat mm-hmm. him. Yeah. He going to get buckets. He going to drop it off when it's time. He going to take the big shot when it's time. You know, so he got that attitude. Yeah. You know, I mean, to what make the league good. See, he, he he's coming in. Most guys are coming in to play a game on the weekend. He's coming in as if this is a business meeting. We right. need to get this deal done. That's exactly what he come in at. And, and I love it, man, because I'm saying, <laughs> like, man, y'all ain't figured that out yet. <laughs> we we going to win four games and go home. After oh, that ain't going to cut it. Ain't going to get it. But if you come in there, man, like I say, man, we come in it as a unit. We got mm-hmm. five guys and two coaches. Right. Let's put our head together. Mm-hmm. See what works for us. Right. Ain't no stars on this team. The team is the star. Right. You do your part. I do my part. We get things done. Absolutely. That's how you win. Absolutely. You know, that's how you win, man. I mean, so you make me look good. I make y'all look good. We make the league look good. Man. Everybody winning. That's how it's supposed to be. And uh, I'm, but I'm so like thankful. You say, you know, you made a good point, man, when you say, you know, you got a lot of guys that been on six, seventeen. They ain't figured it out yet. <laughs> With my wisdom, I got to help them figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, I mean, I, my ability to reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't mad. I ain't going to get mad. I ain't going to argue with nobody. Come on. You think I'm going to argue with somebody? I'm 70 years old. There should be nothing but respect for you, Ice. You know, just I, go ahead I, and I Google. Gonna, I ain't going to never disrespect none of them. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna never disrespect none of them, man. Now I will question your basketball character. Hmm. I got that right. You you're know, I mean, you know, because I'm coach. You're in control. For but sure. I ain't gonna never. I ain't gonna never attack you personally. Mm-hmm. I don't think I that's a fair deal. You that's you know, I you know, hey man, you know, you got to look in the mirror yourself, buddy. <laughs> this is a fair deal, you know, and yeah. and come prepared. You got six days to get right. There you and, go. And, and there you go. And let's see where you're at. And then we there only go into 50. And right. so, you know, it, it is what it is. We trying to win. Nothing personal. And if right. anybody got an issue with you, they, they can go ask their parents, their uncle, a grandfather, or whoever and say, hey, man, uh, ice tripping. No, no, no. Hold up now. This this is the ice man. <laughs> I got good guys though, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I got good guys, man. I mean, my three guys, man, I got good relationship with, man. You know, and Rick now the captain. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, Bibby gone. Mm-hmm. So Bibby got his own team. You know, Bibby like the coach anyway. You know, he mm-hmm. over there writing plays all the time, which I ain't mind because we was a unit. Mm-hmm. You know, he don't always want to take the pen and do all. <laughs> I'll be laughing at it. Point guard, man, extension of the coach on the floor, man. He can't help it. And he was a coach. He coached high school. So, you know, won championships. It, yeah, it's hard to not – it's hard to disconnect that. It didn't bother that. me at all. I kept saying, all right, but y- y- y'all got it. You know, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. 
You know, I mean, but you know, his his love for it. I'm glad he coaching now. Yeah, because his is you know where his intentions are. He ain't drawing up plays to lose. He's trying to, to he's trying, he's trying get the best chance to win and, for and sure. I, I, you know, I love it for it, man. Uh, and he he did well for us in spots. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so you know, I'm glad he's still a part of it and gonna be a coach. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know now you got a coach. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> now you got your hands full. And I'm gonna see, see how that go. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So ice. Um, I don't want to take up a whole lot of your time. I want to ask you a few questions, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at some guys. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who, who I could compare you to, which is very hard. Um, and two guys I came up with are Tracy McGrady and Kevin Durant. Now, who, 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 who are you going to take in a one-on-one game? Well, I mean, you know, if you, you mean one on one if I play them or no? If they playing each other. Who 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 gonna win that one on one game? Wow, that, <laughs> that would be a good game for sure. You know, because you know, if you think about it, both of them jump shoots. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, because people always try to compare them guys to me. Mm-hmm. I know that's why I threw it out there. I be saying like, well, you compare them to me because they can score and size. Right, you know, Dave's a little bigger, and both of them can put it on the floor. But both of them rather pull up and shoot a jumper, right? Then go to the hole and lay it off. You know, I mean, so um, it, that would be a good game, man. You know, I mean, it would be who 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 take more in between shots. Because mm-hmm. you know, both of them shoot deep. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and um, and both of them what six? You know. Six eight six ten, yeah. You know, so size don't really matter. That little two inches, maybe seven foot, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, so but you know, being six eight six nine, you can get it over seven foot. Mm-hmm. It ain't like a, a seven foot of guard and a six two. Right, right. All you do is create space. You know, um, Tracy knew how to probably create space a little different than KD because mm-hmm. KD don't have to. Mm. He's 16, 6, 11. He get he get in the spot. I, I remember a couple All Star games. Uh, I went on the floor and told him. I said, "Wow, big fella, you finally figured it out, huh?" <laughs> and I said, "You shooting that in between jumper now?" <laughs> he said, "I man, ain't nobody never there." I said, "Cause it's in between." <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. that. That's where I made my living at. Look in at the between. numbers. You know, I mean, you shoot, you know, he gonna, he shoot good percentage. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, um, KD. Yep. You For know, sure. um, he shoot good percentage, you know, I mean, uh, because he figured it out. And and, and now he didn't have an injury. Mm-hmm. That could be career ending. But the way he played now, and he figured it out before the injury, he could stay mm-hmm. in the league. Yes. Yep. He's staying there. Yep. And that's, I mean? and, and you know how they got it designed now. He ain't got to play the whole season. Yep. They you got know, enough firepower. They got more than enough firepower oh, over there. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And then I, 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 and I tell you, man, I, I really got a different uh, appreciation for Hardy. Oh, yeah. He's tough, man. He's a basketball genius. Man, um, I tell you, man. 
Man, he um he, he I I got a lot man, I tell you, man, he changed his game to fit that system. Mm-hmm. That's where they're gonna win at. Mm-hmm. And then Kyrie got a different respect for him now. Because Kyrie had to figure it out first. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, you know, Kyrie on board now. Yeah, and he moved to the two and let him take you you be the decision maker. Because I could still score off the dribble. Yeah, you got it. And that, and that's a lot of maturity. Me, I don't mind getting it back to you because you don't mind getting it back to me. That's a lot of maturity. It's a respect thing. I respect your IQ. You Man. know, I like the ball. I know that you can take it over if you need to. And Man. it works. Your boys, in, your boys in La La Land gonna have their hands full. I love every bit of it. You know, I, I just want to see the best against the best. You know, I just. Well, that's how it should be. You know, I can't lie to you. I want to fast forward to the championship. But uh, last question I'm going to ask is this. Big three, who's your big three on your team? If you were to jump in or, or in the big three as a player, who would you add as your two co-captains? Oh, wow. I mean, who, who, who would I, um, I have to choose from? Whoever you want. Whoever you oh, want. Your wow. day, today, anybody. Oh man, I I I choose uh, I choose Doc and Moses. Mm. Well, I know Moses gonna get everything Oof. if there I ever know. was a miss. Right. <laughs> hey, and Doc and Doc gonna go by everybody, and I'll just be standing out there at the mid range. Mm, I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> Iceman George Gervin. Hey, thank you so much. You know, I appreciate you so much for your time. This is another episode of Buckets and Breakdowns. Your host, Thomas Scott, from the good folks of Ball is is Life. We saying peace and stay cool. (laughs) Oh, my man. All right, man. All right, Tom. Thank you, man. Talk to you soon. All right. All right.